everyone haven't done a disclaimer in a while but uh, this episode ralph's cord was a little messed up in just the beginning not the whole episode but just the beginning the cord was a little messed up and jeff and i didn't say anything for a little bit uh so the first part sounds a little sketchy on ralph's end and but he's listenable like he says a lot of cool things and i encourage you to stick around but if you want to skip it there is a timestamp to get to the movie section where all the audio sounds clear and good again um just wanted to give a quick disclaimer and also like we cut around a little bit in the intro because of this issue so if you're wondering why we kind of like jump conversations at one point he just starts talking about la and that's because i asked him about la and just yeah roll with it anyway hope you enjoy it it's a good one bye-bye Welcome to the uh, 161st episode of the Cars Cast Movie Cast. Uh, today we have a very special guest, someone who I've been trying to get on the podcast for a while and just finally Aww. went for it. Um, big inspiration to me and probably a bunch of other people on film YouTube, uh, Ralph <laughs> Seppi. <laughs> Hi, it's, it's very nice to meet you too. Because yeah. I was just like, I was out with a friend of mine and they mentioned you. Yeah. Like in passing. <laughs> and then you texted me the day after on Twitter or whatever. That's so... What a coincidence. It's so weird. Yeah. It's because you're, like, popular. Which yeah, is yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, do you ever find it hard to balance, like, your YouTube work with, like, your filmmaking side? Because I feel like a lot of the time I'm like, yeah, I, like, am pursuing filmmaking but doing YouTube on the side. And it's like... Like, what do you tell people you do usually when... Yeah. Um, what do I tell I don't know. I just really enjoy. I really enjoy doing it. Mm-hmm. That's what I always say. Just like it's something. It keeps me. I, it, I'm driven by making films and by mm-hmm. films in general. Which yeah. Which is, I think, why I made a channel also to talk about films. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not just like out of. I I needed something to do, right? Yeah, With yeah. My free time. That's usually how it starts. It's like totally. something to do for fun. Um, but then people gravitate toward it and yeah, you build like a community. Like, I'm glad you connect with my stuff. That's good. That's kind of what I want (laughs) because then you build a little community of people who like, like a certain kind of movie or can talk a certain, about a certain kind of movie. Yeah. Which, you know, don't take that for granted because it's not always, it's not always there Yeah. for every film, you know, I, I I built or like, I realized like I, I made like this little community where I could just share like. These are these are my favorite movies of the year. These are the kind of movies I like. Mm-hmm. Right. Obviously, I shit on a lot of movies too. But even when I shit on a lot of movies, I mention tons of good movies in it. In my God review, I mention mm-hmm. Goodfellas and Godfather and like yeah. good movies. Uh, Donnie Brasco and you know the uh, Boardwalk Empire, which is a TV show. The Sopranos, which is a TV yeah. show. Yeah. Mentioning good things, people know these things. If you haven't seen these things, if you watch them, you would like them. Yeah. Like, I'm I'm just trying to like I don't know add to the conversation more so. Totally. And then also, yeah, balancing it with my films is difficult, too, because it's like, um, how do you not fall into the traps of, like, the bad movies you talked about? Or like, yeah, yeah. There's just so many things that could go wrong in that respect. And <laughs> I don't know. I just don't, I have a real passion for it, I feel. Mm-hmm. Like, I real, and I mm-hmm. feel I'm really smart. Like, I really take my time with projects. Like, I know people are going to watch it. I don't, like around like <laughs> yeah i take my i take my movies seriously um even though they're funny a lot of them mm-hmm. um like kid candy's really funny but i was really serious when i made that movie i was like mm-hmm. 17 years old 
yeah. um, doing YouTube also. And I submitted that to a festival. Like, I put it on YouTube and I submitted it to a festival. Um, I did that with the movie I did before also, The High. And it got in, um, which is good. But people already seen it on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, yeah. that's, kinda, that's not really a common thing either. Usually festivals want you to premiere your movie there. Mm-hmm. That's at least what I saw. Maybe it's different now because that was a while ago. Yeah. Um, they usually it's want you to premiere your movie at the festival. But yeah, it's pretty much the same. That's why Karsten, no one's seen Dirtbag, and everyone yeah. has some constantly yeah, right. wears Dirtbag. They're like, bag. oh, I want to see it. It's like yeah. the festivals don't want you to do that. Right. right. And that's... Um, but I did it anyway because, you know, I was kind of a... I was like 16 right. or whatever. I didn't know. <laughs> and well, they didn't care either. Like, I actually think it was good for my films anyway because the audience online had seen it or they wanted to see it. And mm-hmm. they, they kind of came out to see it in theaters. Like, which see, is cool. You know? That's the thing people, is like... People will go see a movie in theaters even if they've seen it already. Because yeah. they like it. They think it's good. They want to support the artist. Or That's why they, they release old movies like, mm-hmm. in theaters. People yeah. see it anyway. Like, it's Blade Runner is like an old movie, but people love it. They'll go see it. Yeah. Right. yeah. Like, I, I feel like if you're on YouTube and you have an audience, I've kind of realized that like... I just made my own short film and am doing like the festival run with it. And I'm like, I feel like it at the end of the day is just more beneficial to just drop it on YouTube or Vimeo or something instead of like doing this, like, cause the whole point of like festival runs usually is like to get it in front of like people's eyes and like, you know, mm-hmm. spread mm-hmm. The, like network you or whatever that. Yeah. But I'm like, I guess if you already have that, you know, it's, yeah. <laughs> it might as well just put it on the drop already, it yeah, when there's exactly. so much hype around it already yeah and it's like by the time you're allowed to release it a lot of that's kind of gone down because you've talked about it yeah. like with these your audience yeah mm-hmm. that's true. um on a similar note i feel like something i've kind of realized is especially with like making short films and making my own work as a film critic like people kind of go into it like this guy will like shit on my favorite movie or like talk about like whatever as if like he knows everything and then he like puts out a short film and they feel like you know you're i feel like you're there's a lot more pressure going into it i feel like there's such a difference between the movies like you make and then like the movies that are like released in theaters that well yeah tens of millions of dollars yeah yeah you know when you're criticizing like something like that it's it's like a different it's just a different thing yeah Yeah, it it means something different like i don't think like uh filmmakers like of those big movies really care. yeah they're not <laughs> impacts them in the same way like it does an indie artist yeah yeah i mean do yeah. you feel like when you make stuff like the fact that you're kind of because especially like king candy and stuff like you're still very young and you're still like learning how to make movies and i'm sure yeah, you know that. you improve each time like does it feel weird to learn in front of such a big audience because it wasn't such a big audience when i made those movies but Mm -hmm. yeah it's like someone learning to make a movie like as they make the movie but in in a way that was like genuinely interesting to watch yeah like the the postmodern collage of all these like movies like it's like goodfellas but it's set in high school yeah (laughs) yeah it's about like (laughs) kids and it's like all these other movies too brick and like it's like very interesting because i think that that's like a lot of what i like in a movie you want someone who doesn't think the same way that like the industry does because the industry is kind of boring you want someone you know like one of my favorite movie this year is everything all at once everything everywhere all at once because it's not a conventional film at all 
It's yeah. very out there. It's like, it takes mm -hmm. a lot of chances, and th that's why it works. It's very interesting to watch, and a lot of movies are just kind of boring. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And that's why um, I don't you know, like. It's hard to make a good movie. Like it's hard to have like an original idea that like I really want to tell this story. Like this is an idea worth telling. Yeah, that like you said, that struggle of like also making YouTube videos at the same time. It's it's mm -hmm. stressful. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. It gets yeah. stressful. <laughs> but it, it that's what breeds like creativity also. Totally. Like, that's always what yeah. I say. So I think it's stressed out. I always say I have a good support system in my life too. Like no yeah. matter how much stress I'm under like I have a good family that loves me or whatever, like I have a mom and my brother and my, my dad, mm -hmm. like my dog. I have people <laughs> like who care about me, take care of me in my life. So like even if work gets stressful and writing, like all this stuff, like I have a strong support system. Yeah. Which, so I'm like a very healthy person, you know, totally. <laughs> ultimately. Yeah. yeah. And that's the most important. Like that's what, that's, that's really what you need to be is healthy and happy, live a happy life. Cause then you can't mm -hmm. create anything worthwhile at all. Absolutely. You can't write, you can't do anything yeah yeah it's not about like what you're writing it's about like your state of mind and how mm -hmm. healthy you are i mean mm -hmm. yeah i think that some people have the opposite viewpoint where they think that creativity <laughs> is from like being a starving artist and like struggling mm -hmm. constantly and being depressed and right. being nihilistic yeah. and being no but like those great artists yeah they've experienced those things but they they're able to because they're kind of past the bad parts in their life they could communicate it clearly to an audience mm -hmm. like well you need to be you know healthy and happy to do that or yeah and happy but you need to have a good state of mind yeah totally. to definitely to make yeah. it sustainable yeah mm -hmm. yeah absolutely to make movies every two years or whatever like wes anderson or chris nolan mm -hmm. <laughs> so what were we talking about i'm sorry about my, no my it was cable. i was asking <laughs> about la and stuff it's yeah. just it's it's fine Weird. la i mean yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's fine yeah. new york is cool there's a lot of good film like culture i feel mm -hmm. in new york and brooklyn yeah Queens. Mm -hmm. totally a lot of good festivals tribeca yeah. was it's it's happening out tribeca film yeah Festival, mm -hmm. yeah which is cool yeah i just feel like in general new york supports like the independent film scene way more than LA. LA is very like kind of studio and LA has a great film scene as yeah. is. Don't get me wrong. But like New York is just so like active it, right now. Right. I feel like, you yeah. know, like the, the theaters there or like, even if you, there's like certain cities, Austin, yeah. Texas is really good. Mm -hmm. They have South yeah. by Southwest there and you know, they yeah. have um the, that great theater chain. I'm going to remember the name of it. But <laughs> Yeah, Alamo Draft House. Alamo Draft House. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, I just went to like IFC Center last week in the city. Where, yeah, this they they play great movies there all the time. There's that yeah. one Mad God I want to see. It was sold it's out so, last time I was in the city. I was like, so great. Yeah. I wanted to see it, um, but I saw other stuff. I saw Vortex there mm -hmm. um, again. I saw it in New York Film Festival, but I had to leave, mm -hmm. um, so I didn't watch the whole thing. It's a long movie. You know, Vortex, Gasper in a way. Long and like mentally draining. It's like, a mentally just draining movie, yeah. It's, not it's a really fun hard movie to watch. <laughs> Great date movie. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, I liked it okay. Yeah. Yeah. Not as good as Climax or. Well, I, stuff. Yeah, I love Climax. That movie's awesome. It's one of the that best. It's sick. Yeah. It's like brutal. <laughs> I love movies like that. So yeah, I've avoided seeing that based on Karsten's comments. 
<laughs> it's not for everybody, and that's why I don't go like go go see it because I'm like some away movies are like so yeah. good, but yeah, yeah they're, they're like disturbing. Sure, yeah, yeah. it can be hard. The to The fact that your main uh, you know thing adjectives are disturbing <laughs> and brutal is <laughs> not. Yeah. I think that says a lot. But it's like well, very well made. Yeah. Uh-huh. Speaking of disturbing kind of brutal movies uh i feel like we should talk about the movie today which is crimes of the future mm-hmm. uh directed by david cronenberg um it's his latest uh yeah let me just read the synopsis real quick and then we can get into it as the human species adopts to a synthetic environment the body undergoes new transformations and mutations accompanied by his partner celebrity performance artist saul tenser uh, showcases the metamorphosis of his organs. Meanwhile, a mysterious group tries to use Saul's notoriety to shed light on the next phase of human evolution, which is, this is a fun synopsis because I feel like you might get that from watching the movie and you might not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very weird, kind of hard to put together movie, uh, but it's very really interesting. And uh I mean, Ralph, are you a big Cronenberg fan? I mean, yeah, his movies are really yeah. good. He's another yeah. director I love. History yeah. of Violence. Um, that's a really good movie. Uh, it's also mm-hmm. Viggo Mortensen, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's also in that. And then of the court, The Fly, of course. Yeah. Great classic film. Jeff mm-hmm. Goldblum. <laughs> yeah. Great effects. Yeah. <laughs> I've been kind of catching up with his I've never really watched a lot of David Cronenberg movies and in light of mm-hmm. this film coming out I've kind of slowly been catching up and I watched Videodrome and that movie yeah. is wild <laughs> it's such a crazy movie all his movies are they're all really crazy yeah yeah like the fly has really great creature effects in it I think mm-hmm. of that and you know John Carpenter's the thing as two mm-hmm. movies that come to my mind like the best special effects best. probably I've ever seen and like yeah special yeah the end of that movie is so gruesome. The fly. Oh. I've never seen anything like that. Like that is sick. That is really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's why it's like really cool to see a David Cronenberg movie in like 2022 in mm-hmm. where it's like this kind of like practical effects with like real physical, like body horror. It seems just like not yeah. very, like it's a rarity. And I don't know. It was, it was interesting as is just to see that kind of movie now. Um, right. And like, have it not be kind of dated the way? I mean, his other movies aren't dated, but they're clearly like of the '80s, and this is just like a very modern movie. And yeah, I don't know. It looks it looks really great in my uh-huh. opinion. Well, even like Naked Lunch, yeah, that mm-hmm. movie has a lot yeah. of good effects in it, and yeah, all practical stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. Film. Um, so what are what Jeff's last? Yeah. What are you? What's going oh. on? <laughs> what are your thoughts, I, Jeff? So. I am not a fan of body horror. Yeah. <laughs> Just, it's not something that my brain reacts well to. Um, so this was an interesting watch for me. Uh, same with yeah. Titan, where I, Carson made me watch that as well. And uh, I will say this was less, um, in all, and also raw, uh, but this was for, of those three body horror films I've watched for this podcast, was the least um, vomit-inducing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would say so. This is like yeah. it doesn't. There's no scenes that make you kind of like skeeved out. Uh, it's it's just like looking at a lot of organs yeah. and bodily functions. I was expecting and, more of that. 
I was, I was yeah, too. That's, yeah, that's the thing. I was surprised <laughs> that it was as tame as it was. Yeah, it felt kind of mm-hmm. tame. There's yeah. no, yeah, there was no moments where I was like, oh. Right. Yeah. Really. I mean, yeah, there's like, there's some good effects in it. Like when the guy's eyes were sewn shut. Mm-hmm. Like that's that, that was a great good. scene. Oh, that looked yeah. good. Uh-huh. There's good effects in it, definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah they, I, it was lacking like a really, I feel like it was kind of forgettable in that respect, at least. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I, I I mean, that's the big thing is like, I saw the trailer and I was like, Jesus Christ, this is going to be a crazy movie. And kind of all the crazy things that happen in the movie happen in the trailer. Right. <laughs> and a good portion of it is more like world building and telling this story of like this, this kind of theoretical future that we yeah. would be living in where it doesn't really, but like our bodies are used in a different way. And I think that stuff is like, it's kind of like a lot of David Cronenberg movies to me where I'm like, this is a really cool idea and he's saying a lot of interesting things. I don't know how well he's communicating that. And I think right. this this movie kind of... This and um, Scanners. I recently watched Scanners and I kind of had the same experience there. I was like, mm. cool idea. Scanners don't know if is, I'm yeah. there. Right. That, that's the movie where the guy's head blows up. Scanners. Yeah. So at least yeah. has like that part. I was like, wow, that was awesome. His head blew up. But this yeah. is um, you know, nothing really. Like you said, everything's in the trailer. All the all the disturbing. Yeah, stuff. yeah. The marketing people were really pushing it, and then mm-hmm. you see the movie. It's like okay, it's a lot of dialogue, a lot it's of ca- like yeah. people talking, and it was very hard to understand what was happening because did the movie really have a structure or like a plot? Not really. Mm, yeah. <laughs> 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 Not really. No. Yeah. It's kind of just following Viggo Mortensen around and he's like, like dry heaving and trying to figure <laughs> out his life. And Yeah, I was like, yeah. what is going on? Is he like trying to eat or something? Yeah. Like, he's like, I keep but, growing new organs. I got to get rid of these. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm it kind of. Yeah. I knew what was going on. People are going to say yeah. I'm like stupid. Like I didn't get the movie. Like, I got it. It's just. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. It, yeah. it needed more of like a, a structure. Like mm-hmm. I like men a little more. The The movie men. By Alex yeah, Brown. I thought that was like a men good more, film. Yeah, that yeah. <laughs> was a good film because it just—I don't know—it was very clear what was going on the whole time, mm-hmm. and even thematically, I'm like, okay, so it's about some kind of allegory about like toxic masculinity or like mm-hmm. whatever. <laughs> Her relationship is awful, yeah. and this is just—it was so all over the place. Like it wasn't clear what was going on. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I. This won me over just purely based off its world building. Like, I really loved the world he created. I I liked the way the characters just crouch a lot and just (laughs) have meetings in, like, these abandoned junkyards. And, um, yeah, I think that was enough to keep me, like, interested. And by the end of it, I was really shocked when it ended. I'll say that. Like, I I was like, oh, that was, so that was it. (laughs) Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, you're kind of waiting for that, like, kind of Cronenberg ending where everything just kind of collapses in on itself and there's a crazy body exploding. But, like, this doesn't really have that. And I think it was interesting. But I was also, I kind of had the same feeling. I was like, I'm, I'm slightly underwhelmed and a little confused on what the takeaway is supposed to be here. Yeah. Um, I also was just really confused by, like, the genetic plot like like through line of mm-hmm. saying that you know it, you replace organs and then 
somehow these are past year children. Mm-hmm. It's like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I just thought it was funny because I actually have a degree in anthropology. So I had to learn about all of the, the theories, you know, before like modern evolutionary theory. And there was this yeah. one that it made me think of where it's this guy, Lamarck, who was this French guy. And he theorized that giraffes necks were long because while like they stretch their necks to reach tall trees for leaves and when the, mm-hmm. like the act of them stretching throughout their lives pass the long neck trait onto their like children <laughs> yeah so it's That's... just like such a you know yeah it's, it's just i don't know it's a ridiculous <laughs> like theory where it's like you yeah you replace your organs and then there you now your kids have those organs yeah mm. <laughs> yeah that, that was well weird. that's <laughs> he i've been listening to like interviews of him kind of talking about the movie uh and explaining like what his initial intent was and like a big thing is is the idea that one day we'll survive on plastics and like humans react to plastics more than people think and this is kind of saying like maybe in the future like we we don't need to worry about what our bodies can and can't handle as much and like like the whole surgery is the new sex thing and i'm like that's so that's an awesome idea i wish it was it made for a cooler story than what it turned into <laughs> right it just feels yeah. so kind of disjointed and yeah, 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 yeah you're right his world building is really good in all of his movies Cronenberg mm-hmm. is really good at that even naked yeah. launch very good like is this guy crazy or is this world just populated yeah. by like bugs and like whatever like, <laughs> yeah <laughs> is he on drugs like it, it doesn't like that's so it's so much more interesting to think about to me than like yeah. this world and um i i thought vigo mortensen was good um yeah he was great but you know Kristen stewart i, I don't know how you felt about her um, I know people she gave an interesting performance. To yeah, say the least. I the people I saw it with, we came out and we were all kind of like, "Well, what do we think of Kristen Stewart?" And it was like half the people were like, "Absolutely not!" Like she was awful. Yeah, and like there are other people. I think I was in this other person group. I was like, I thought, she, I thought she was interesting. I'm kind of like, yeah, it was an interesting performance. I totally see if you don't like it and like it takes you out of it because it did almost take me out of it just the way she enunciates like everything yeah um but like i, I was like it's just it adds to the weirdness of uh, this world it's, it's a weird performance but the whole film is weird so it's very weird yeah. it doesn't really feel out of place necessarily mm-hmm. it's just like yeah. the weird performance has to line up with like the same plane of weirdness that the movie is yeah and, yeah and it's, it's like a weird <laughs> puzzle which is <laughs> Which is kind of what Viggo Mortensen did. I yeah. like. I really liked him in the movie. I, I'll say that. Like he was without a doubt one of my favorite parts. Just the coughing up and like groaning and just <laughs> not never being okay during this movie. It was so fun to watch. Um, yeah, that was. Yeah. Um, yeah, the practical effects were good, and yeah, it's just hard to get anything out of it aside yeah. from like random. Mm-hmm. Of like, oh, I like this part. Yeah. Yeah. It's like I like <laughs> totally. the ear guy. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> the ear. I I don't. Do you know if this is Viggo Mortensen's follow up to Green Book? Because I was thinking about that, and oh. I'm like, Oh yeah, that's interesting. If this is his next movie, that would be so funny. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. pretty crazy career choice. Um, but yeah, I uh, I don't yeah. know. I liked the movie. I liked it too. Had a three million three million dollar budget. Looks really good for that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It was in the Cannes Festival. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I was trying to look up if it was like based on. Was it like based on something like a? Is this a remake of a? I well, I know David Cronenberg had a movie in the '90s called Crimes of the Future. Oh. Uh, and it was like an hour long. I heard it's not. I haven't seen it. I heard it's not very good. <laughs> and he, everyone's like, "Well, I'm glad he got to." Remake this title. It's actually um, the yeah. title of a film of his from 1970. 19, okay, not uh-huh. the 90s. All right. It was um, in 1970 that David Cronenberg gave us Crimes of the Future. Yeah, but it's yeah. not a remake, which is not. that is okay. Mm-hmm. That's just a ridiculous concept for someone to make <laughs> same a title. film with the same title as one of their <laughs> films from 50 years ago, but it's not, has nothing to do with it. Yeah, yeah. There's like I really well, like that title. Mm-hmm. I also heard that he wrote the script for this movie in the 90s which is probably where i got the 90s thing from but he wrote the script for this all the way then and was like oh like maybe i'll make this maybe i won't and then like with i know a lot of like there's been a lot of talk of like microplastics making its way into our bodies and stuff and he was like well now's a good time to this film was supposed it was supposed to star nick cage (laughs) was it actually yes you is that confirmed wow that would have been interesting I kind of like Viggo Mortensen better in this part. <laughs> yeah. But what it would have been like um, 2003 Nick Cage. Totally. Mm. What do you think of like the recent... I know you, you did a video on it, Ralph, I think. Like um, Nick Cage. Uh, what do you think of some of his recent movies? I feel I like he's kind of had film, a good few years. I got the film Prisoners of the Ghostland. Mm, yeah, on, yeah, yeah. With, that one has uh, Sofia Boutella also. Yep. And yeah, Nick Cage. I've been meaning to watch that. So if, I don't think Sofia Vitella, like, I feel like she barely had dialogue in it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> she was better in Climax. Um, the yeah. movie was very weird. It's like Nick Cage yeah. is in a dream or something, and he has to, like, escape. And there's this giant set with, like, like 150 extras on it. And some, <laughs> like, it's, it's crazy <laughs> shit. I'm like, this is, like, nuts. Like, this is not yeah. just, like, a bad movie. Like, that sounds uh, awesome. I, it, it's so weird. I couldn't. I can't even describe it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm really I can't even describe it. It's such an odd film. Yeah. Um, yeah. Prisoners of the Ghost. Interesting. Land. Okay. I, it, he at least um, tries Nick Cage, as opposed to well, well, what happened with Bruce Willis is sad. Like that, he actually has um some kind of like mm-hmm. mental issue. Like yeah. he needed to retire. I'm like, yeah, that's that's like tragic. You know, he had a good career or whatever. Yeah. Um, but then there's like, uh, like Steve Seagal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He'll make the same movie where he shit. kicks people on a boat. All of his movies, yeah. half star, like awful. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like constantly. Yeah. And you know, like Liam Neeson, he's not as bad. But I've been watching some of his movies recently. It, it, they're know, not. They're almost that level. Like he's definitely <laughs> getting there. He, he better yeah. stop. Like he's he's yeah yeah the he's action movies he's in. Like I'm watching. He's an honest thief. Is one of them. Yeah. Jai Courtney. And, yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, I forgot. I think it's like you know um, Robert Patrick. I think he's in it. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Ter- Terminator Two. Yeah. I'm out of loop on the. Liam Neeson Liam cinematic Neeson. Yeah, universe. Like, yep. Such a train wreck of a movie. <laughs> oh my god. You know, like all the action movies he makes. Yeah. Um well anyway, Crimes of the Future. I feel like there's only so much we can say about it. I I feel like <laughs> um yeah. I wish there was Liam more. Neeson. Yeah. I think yeah, I mean <laughs> Liam Neeson. But 
I mean, what do you guys? I also really like the score. I'll say that. I yeah. think this, especially in the first kind of surgery sex scene, whatever you want to call it, when she's like pushing the the thing and he's performing. I'm like, that's a great scene. Um, but yeah, I guess I guess I do wish there was more to this movie. Um, at the end of the day, yeah, that's the thing. Like the world building, like when in the experience of watching it you know is is one thing but it, i think i'm gonna immediately forget this film in like a week <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's how i feel like i don't like, remember yeah, yeah. the it, it's story like the i didn't original... attach myself to anything in it like yeah, the characters like the original were intentionally Tron, weird where the world building yeah. is like insane but the actual film is about like nothing yeah, yeah. <laughs> i i would argue the film is about a lot but it does not say any of it right like effectively um, not any of it, but it's yeah. not about nothing. It's just about nothing that I care about. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's yeah, it was yeah. hard to care. Like yeah. I don't like yeah. these characters. They're so such weird. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> they, they killed a kid, and it's like, yeah. okay, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that, it, it's probably the film with the earliest smothering a kid with a pillow scene of any film yeah. ever made. Mm-hmm. What are we usually? We do a star rating, oh, yeah. uh, Ralph, out of five. I, don't I mean, know. what are you? What are you feeling? There were two people like behind me. They were like, I think they were fucking, but they were like making out. They were really loud. <laughs> it was like so distracting. So like halfway through the movie, I had to get up and like go to the front and like yeah, and, and like sit in the front and watch the movie there. That's so that's, that's wild. Weird. It is weird. Well, it's like what a weird you know, film. Why do you go to like a to? public theater like to like have sex or whatever? Like make out. I, but also during don't... this film. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's such a fucking weird movie. Whatever. Yeah, people are like, like, oh weird. yes, that guy's lips are sewn shut. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this was like a normal theater, like an AMC. I saw this. Say. Yeah, I don't yeah. think that would happen in like <laughs> you know, I don't know, Alamo Damn. Draft House. Yeah. I, I don't like. I got more out of that than the movie. That's the most memorable thing about it. Yeah, <laughs> it was cool. fine. It's like I give it. Yeah. I'd probably give it like a six out of ten, or like three out of five stars. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. that's out of star Great. rating. Do you do out of five yeah. or four stars? Out of we do it out of five. five. Yeah, yeah, because okay. it's just yeah, like Carson's letterbox, the big yeah. letterbox guy. Yeah, it's three all out of five. <laughs> yeah, it's a three yeah. star movie. I liked it. Yeah. 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 I'm between like a three and a half, four. I probably like it the most out of this group. Yeah, I was at like two and a half. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. (laughs) Jeff, I'm not surprised at that. Yeah. (laughs) I did not think you would like the movie. Um, Great. (laughs) Well, we. That's cool. We have a brief Q and A. People like on our subreddit, Discord, wherever they come from. Um, (laughs) If we should just get into it. Um, This first one. Comes from Caroline zero one one seven, and it's thoughts on the new Joker movie being a musical starring <laughs> Lady Gaga. <laughs> Those Which, are my thoughts. I'm laughing. Yeah. Um, I don't know. What do you think? I'm. You know, I'm more excited about this than I was the first Joker. Just based, I'm like that will be. I don't know if it's going to be good. It might be dog shit, but I'm definitely. It's like excited though. to watch that. It's intriguing. It's Todd Phillips again directing. Wait, what? I, uh, my Joker audio. Two. Yeah, Joker Two. He's directing. Yeah. He's directing Todd, a Todd, Todd Phillips. Phillips? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh man, and it's a musical directed what... by Todd Phillips. Yeah, starring, starring Lady Gaga. Yeah. And Phoenix is back. Yeah, yeah. He's. Which I I'm like, know. I'm surprised Joaquin Phoenix would come back 
and agree to do this <laughs> but mm-hmm. uh yeah that's i'm Let's i'm excited for, for the press tour because lady gaga kind of gets carried away with the press every time she's in a movie because oh, it yeah. just seems like her thing and i feel like this will be a very funny press tour <laughs> yeah is she gonna be harley quinn is that that's the yeah she's harley quinn <laughs> oh my god wow <laughs> So that's gonna be really funny. Something to look forward to. Yeah, I can't wait um, to see it. No, uh, <laughs> those oh, are. Man. That's the thing. That's kind of all we can say right now. Is yeah, like, like I don't know much about it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited for the next Aquaman, also. Yeah. And the next <laughs> the Flash, the Flash movie. Yeah. Jesus. Oh my What's gonna god. Happen with that? Every day yeah. I hear about them. Yep. They're He's like. Mad. Yeah. I saw a, a joke today that was like Ezra Miller has like hijacked a plane and is on his way to like the Pentagon or something. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's, it's like every yeah. day it gets a little crazier what he's doing. Um, Unrelated to that though, I want to see a Flash movie made with all practical effects where like everyone who's just, not the Flash has to like move really, really slowly so they can just seed up the footage. Just, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, it's gonna be my Ezra new film in slow motion yep the yeah. practical yeah. flash <laughs> now ralph i am curious on like how you feel about the barbie movie stuff coming out if you're oh yeah i saw this you... still just now of like ryan gosling yeah like as ken mm-hmm. and i showed my dad because i'm like what do you think of this dad <laughs> <laughs> immediately go like to your dad pink, about it yeah. it's ryan gosling and old pink or whatever he said yeah. ryan gosling looks too old i'm like yeah <laughs> He does. He, looks he too does old. look too old. Yeah. yeah, he's like in his forty. You know, he should have been someone slightly young, younger. He looks exactly like his character in A Place Beyond the Pines, which is crazy. But he's yeah, just like it's in just Barbie pink. mode. Yeah. <laughs> it's just pink <laughs> with the blonde hair. Yeah, yeah. Because his character in that, yeah, like the blonde or like yeah. the bleached hair, or whatever. Yeah, yeah totally. Right. I feel like it should have been Karsten. It should. <laughs> yeah, we should all yeah. been Ken. Um, For Ken. Yeah, I'm. Ex- I'm. It looks crazy. Greta Gerwig uh, directed. Uh, yeah, yep. sure. I mean, I'm not really the demographic for that, but I'll, I'll see it. Totally, because the yeah. people involved, like, there's a lot of talented people involved. Right, and right. Interested in it. Yeah. Yeah. Not really. Her like inspiration. Someone found like the list of like films inspired by or the yeah that inspired it, and it's like Umbrellas of Cherbourg and like mm-hmm. a bunch of these like French New Wave movie and like. Uh, I think La La Land, like they're trying to do what La La Land was doing. So I'm like, I, you know what? I'm, I'll see it. I'm really excited. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. yeah. Um, this next one comes from Belly, and it is, what are movie tropes you dread seeing? Uh, hmm. Let me think. Yeah, it's tough. One. I don't know. I I feel like. I mean, you could go like the the racist ones, like the white savior yeah. thing. Like you hate to see. You don't like yeah. to see that. <laughs> yeah, um, it's just you know the white savior, and just like yeah, that's a boring character. Mm-hmm. The white savior, like that guy yeah. in Avatar, the main character is so boring because he's kind of yeah. the white savior in that movie. He kind of right. he becomes a Navi, but yeah, he's the blue savior because <laughs> <laughs> he becomes one of them. Yeah, he's just it's that's a boring character. It's a boring arc because it's been done a million times. Mm-hmm. Uh, how uh, how psyched are you for the new Avatar? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it, it, are they still going to be in three D? 
I think I'd assume so. It's not yeah, as exciting as it used anymore. to be, but there's not <laughs> novelty to it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I have I have no idea. I could be good. The visual effects are pretty good. Seems like there's an improvement. That's yeah. all I can say about it. It's just like the effects. I'm like the yeah. effects were impressive in that trailer. Like looked really good. I'll say yeah. that. Like the trailer is in 1080p, which is weird on YouTube. Yeah. That is Tr- weird. True. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that would have been in really 4K. Weird. Yeah, because I think um, I, I uploaded something to YouTube in 4K or some of my yeah. videos and some of my movies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's better to do that, like even if it's like a 1080p. Yeah, because it, it compresses it's it like less. A little less, yeah. It's less compressed, yeah. Yeah. YouTube compresses the shit out of things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like really bad how bad you like YouTube compresses, it, especially the shit with dark out of backgrounds. It's like there's so much banding yeah. with YouTube's compression. Yeah. yeah. So upload it as high quality as you can, even if it's like 1080. It'll probably yeah. reduce that a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Quick. Mm-hmm. Side rant, I hate how much Netflix compresses a lot of their stuff. It looks mm-hmm. like noticeably worse than every other streaming platform. And yeah. I don't get why. I'm like, because they, they have like some of the best looking movies. They had like Roma. They have this new like blonde movie, the Marilyn mm-hmm. Monroe one that looks gorgeous. And I'm like, it, it sucks. It's just yeah. going to get compressed and, to yeah. shit on Netflix. Carson, you have an amazing OLED TV. So you... I do, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it doesn't even, you know match so you, with that yeah so you know like, uh, what's good or what's not good it's it's just a shame yeah it's annoying yeah. i wish there was more pressure put on like these film companies like on the resolution on like the mm, quality of these yeah. things i feel like it's kind of like hit a point where it's like bottomed out or like stagnated like this is about as good as the quality you can get yeah like, at this yeah point. I, I don't feel that way <laughs> like like yeah. blu-rays look much better than mm-hmm. streaming like i hate watching things on streaming because i just feel like the quality it's is so much worse and, right yeah there's there's so usually lag or like the quality will go down and up you know yeah it's just based on your internet yeah it's yeah. it's yeah. much better just on a physical disc or you know they really need to improve it like yeah. if they make it much better then fine i don't give a shit yeah but, like it's noticeably worse mm-hmm <laughs> I yeah, and, and the, like the Eternals movie, like I watched that on Disney Plus. It's dark as shit. That movie, like <laughs> yeah. you can't see anything. It's like why are you making a movie dark if you can't even watch it on your streaming platform? Right. Yeah, I, I've avoided that movie. So and I like Chloe Zhao. You know, I liked Nomadland, so, but yeah. like I there's something about that movie. I'm like that looks like the most boring thing <laughs> I've ever yeah. seen. Yeah. It was weird they were marketing it around her. Like it was one of her films like from yeah. the director of No Bad Land and Yeah, best picture comes winner. This Marvel film. It has like its own <laughs> like an Oscar bait kind of quality to it in the trailer. Yeah. It's so weird. I didn't like that yeah. about it. Yeah, it's kind of pretentious actually. Like no. that was kind of pretentious movie. Eternals. Yeah. 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 Uh, um, do you like Marvel stuff usually? I, you know, I, I had it like, they had me for a little bit there. Like I had fun with the Avengers, like Endgame and Infinity <laughs> War. I was like, sure. Yeah, this is, this is fun. Yeah. And, you know, Guardians of the Galaxy. I, I really have not watched a lot of recent Marvel stuff mm. just because, I mean, I like, you know, the Spider-Man movies are fun. They're cute. Yeah, um, they're cute. That's, <laughs> but like, I they've they're so they've strayed so far off like being movies, and they're so like they are like cultural, comic book movies. It's like yeah, you need to catch up with like five different movies issue, to understand one. 
so long ago where I was like the first, you know, ones like the Iron Man's and the first couple of Captain America's. I watched them all, but then there all these ones were released where you had to watch the other ones in like yeah, the scenes yeah. after the credits to understand what's yeah, happening. Yeah, the credits thing. I'm like, I mean, uh, and then like I Morbius comes out. It's like, is Morbius connected <laughs> yeah. to any of this? It's like, but no, then, it isn't. And it's it's like, just what, like so weird being he get just Morbius. <laughs> it's just its own thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean. Did you like the new Doctor Strange, Ralph? I've I did. Been... That was good. That's okay. a Sam Raimi film. So, yeah, it was right. good. Yeah, I had a little dark personality. A lot of them lack kind of personality and mm-hmm. like good cinematography. That one had it. That one looked good. Mm-hmm. Really strong. Okay. Do we know yeah. what Doctor Strange, what his degree, like his doctorate is in? <laughs> <laughs> I think they showed it in the first one. Yeah, he's, he's like, like a, a surgeon or something. A surgeon, yeah. And then what's Doctor Morbius? <laughs> Doctor Michael Morbius. Yeah, what, what, what's he was he? like a blood doctor. Doctor Eminem. Yeah. Yeah. And so there's a lot of doctors in the Marvel universe. Yeah. Yeah. Doctors gone wrong. That's yeah. what it's all about. <laughs> I love um, how Morbius will like forever be part of like the MCU now. Like, I know. Really, yeah. Really, we'll come like, back in the next. Talk about it in conjunction. <laughs> the scientists of the MCU, uh, Tony Stark. Yeah. And Doctor Michael Morbius. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, um. Sweet. Well, didn't really answer the trope question, but it's I, I don't really know how to. Oh, I was yeah. going to say, like, whatever. I saw Jurassic World Dominion recently, and pretty much everything that movie did was a bad movie trope. Like, it was, <laughs> it's like the kind that where really bad. it's like three groups of like two people split up. And the movie is basically like cutting back and forth between those groups the whole time. And then at the end, everybody comes together. And that's just, I don't know if that's a trope, but I'm just like, it's its a type of movie that I really am tired of watching. And yeah, didn't, yeah. didn't like that movie that much. Yeah, um, I, I agree. I, I don't uh, like the Jurassic Park movies yeah. anymore. <laughs> They've, they really went off the deep end. Um, well, I think that does it for questions. Um, and that probably does it for the podcast. Um, that, yeah. Ralph, thanks so much for being on. <laughs> yeah, Ralph, do you have any uh, things you want to plug? Yeah, uh, I'm working on a film that should be out. <laughs> Sweet. Yeah, I, I was I was gonna ask if you yeah. if you had any stuff in the can. Uh, I'm making a film. <laughs> yeah, um, I released a poster for on Instagram, and I'm still writing it, but it's almost done. Like it's basically done. I and I'm okay. I'm like casting now. That's so. super exciting. Damn. Yeah. It Is it a feature fun. or a short? Or? I think it'll be a short. It's, cool. it's probably yeah. It's a short, but damn. And I, and I might just put it out on YouTube. I might just do that. Nice. Absolutely. Yeah. So like Ralph the Movie Maker presents. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This. It's <laughs> like so to avoid like what you were saying about the festival thing. It's very mm-hmm. um, it's very long process. I want to make yeah. a film in that mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. But I want to make a movie that's also successful. On YouTube, yeah, yeah. The exposure <laughs> that you get from YouTube when you have a certain amount of like, you know, following is higher yeah. than doing the festival tour. It's just you know maybe certain people won't see it. But. Yeah, it's yeah. just a certain kind of audience, so you need yeah. to make a certain kind of movie. I feel. Yep. And yeah, mm-hmm. I want to make a movie that's good for like that audience, and I think I did that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's totally. a funny, you know, like I write a lot, and like this is like an idea. I actually, was like this is interesting. Like I actually. Yeah, I feel like people would actually mm-hmm. like it. 
That's great. <laughs> Which is, you know, the least you could ask for. Yeah. Yeah. You know. <laughs> exactly. Great. Well, congratulations. Good luck with the with the film. Thank you. Um, thanks for being on the podcast. Yeah. It was a pleasure. Yeah. Pleasure being on and meeting you. Yeah. Nice and, meeting and you. And you too, Jeff. And that was Ralph the Movie Maker on the podcast. This is just me. Jeff is not here with me right now, but I wanted to do the wrap up because we always do the wrap up because that's what the podcast is all about is consistency. So uh, let's start with announcing next week's movie, which is going to be Elvis. Uh, Jeff and I are going to talk about Elvis. I think Jeff and Jeff is also going to do a, a solo review of uh, Jerry and Marge go large. Uh, but the main movie is going to be Elvis. I also want to say that if you asked a question on the Patreon for Ralph and we didn't answer it, it's because uh, it got in after the, the fact. Like we recorded it. Uh, before you ask the question and i'm very sorry about that um but yes elvis next week it's gonna be great and uh next up we like to read a review because we love to hear what you guys have to say about the podcast um let me let me pull it up on chart i don't know why i didn't have this pulled up already um and uh yeah these are th I, there's still no new reviews damn okay well you guys should leave reviews <laughs> anyway um thanks thanks guys uh the next part is we like to thank the patrons over at patreon.com slash carscast if you want to support the podcast and you're like i clearly don't have the energy to leave a review you should become a patron over at patreon.com slash carscast where you can get exclusive bonus episodes q a's shout outs at the end of every episode which i'm about to do and zoom hangouts once a month um it's a great place to support us and a great place to get exclusive carscast uh content that you can't get anywhere else if you truly can't get enough of us this is the best place to go because there is like a whole nother podcast going on over there in the bonus episodes that we do twice a month um i seriously cannot if i if i was a fan of this podcast i would get a i would be a patron you know what i mean that that's just seems like the logical move so thank you Alex Thomas, Anson Contreras, Belly, Big Beard Pirate, Camilla Coop, David Borslow, David Sir, Eden Finn Richardson, Goodnight Tail, Jacob Meyer, Jeffrey Borslow, John Van Howe, Joshua Hughes, KDT, Let's Change the Google Search Results for PTA, Leah Butriago, Ramirez Tamayo, Levin, Geo Gesser Noob, Liv Rob, Luke Warren, Maddie Robertson, Martin Def, Mary Lee Borslow, Maxine Schmidt, Meridian, Michael Monroe, Page, Owen Felton, Pasta, Portrait Don Tutino, Onfu, Queen of Staten Island, Quentin Martini, Riley Ost, Ryan M., Sean Kenny, Stella Perry, Super Kelly Fragilistic, XBL, Dosha Smitty, Warren Jagger, Jensen Taylor Hearts to Watch the Movie, 10 Billion, The Raccoon from Airbud, 7th Inning Fetch, Wes Kinley, Wiley Todd, Yusuf A. Zoinks, and Zoe Hernandez McDonald. And that is the Patreon. Thank you so much, everybody. As usual, I think I'm going to get out of here now. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. Thanks again to Ralph for being on. If you guys didn't already know, he has a YouTube channel you should check out called Ralph the Movie Maker, and he's on a podcast called Sardonicast with YMS and I Hate Everything. You should check all of it out. Anyway, I think that's going to be it. Catch you on the flip side.